Welcome to episode two of the Film Student Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Lazzaroni, and joining me on the show this week are Jonathan Lee Ray from the Red Cohort and Sam Casey from the Magenta Cohort. We talk Darren Aronofsky, getting the most out of film school, and hot takes. Enjoy the show. So, Jonathan, I'm curious, how, how did you stumble onto HRFS? Why, why are you doing this? Why are you here? Why am I here? What a great question. I ask myself <laughs> that every day. No, um, so I did the comedy studies program here uh, in 2013. So uh, I was already connected to Chicago and the whole Second City vibe. Uh, but I'm born and raised uh, in and around New York. I was born in the Bronx and raised in Yonkers. Uh, 914, 718, you know what it is. Um, but um, so, zip yeah. Codes. Yes, those are zip codes, yes. uh, if anyone's unfamiliar. Um, but yeah, so. Um, I was living in New York. I lived at home, and it didn't make sense for me to move back to Chicago. I, I think, like, I really enjoyed my time here, but, um, you know, everything I could need uh, was also in New York, so it didn't feel, like, financially the best idea. However, when this program came around, it was like, oh, this is exactly what I want in film school. I was very interested in comedy. That was always something I pursued both in, like, college and undergrad. Like, I was doing theater. I was a theater major and psychology major, double major. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, like every time I'd, I would be able to choose a project, it'd be something like comedy related. Mm-hmm. So to do a film school that specifically catered towards comedy was something that was really appealing to yeah. me. And also, the same thing for yeah. me. Yeah, it was it, yeah. just the fact that it's it's so much more focused because I've hear I've heard from so many other people going to other film schools that you spend so much time going through drama and going through like found footage films right. and right. just stuff that I. I I get it. I, I get why people work on that stuff, but in the same respect, it can feel like a lot of wasted time. Like Absolutely. everybody that I've talked to that mm-hmm. goes through film school, besides this program, seems like seems to be like I don't know why I did that. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. And I think the other uh, like part of it too is like uh, so coming from a performer background, like that's really what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my concentration was acting. Uh, like what kind of stuff are you doing? What like what do you mean? Like what kind of acting? Like uh, stage like, or, yeah, or for the stage? Yeah, okay. absolutely. There was no film program at my college, um, so yeah, I was doing theaters like that, doing straight acting, uh, and also doing sketches and stuff like that. But after I graduated, I was in New York, and um, you know, I didn't really see like a lot of the roles that were available were, were appealing to me, and I wanted to have the time to, like make my own work. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, while I love improv, it's something that's very fleeting. It's not something like people don't get jobs from improv unless you know your friend is tina fey and like they give you a job mm-hmm. you know and i didn't want to wait for someone to give me an opportunity but have the tools to be able to make my own opportunities uh absolutely as, yeah yeah especially you know being a person of color and like not seeing a lot of the roles that i want to play on screen like being able to make the roles for myself mm-hmm. that i want to play mm-hmm. yeah so and that's yeah. yeah i uh a friend of mine from back in dc i mean loose friends we worked on one project together with aparna nancherla oh yeah um she's on the new uh, uh, Co- uh corporate corporate on, on, uh, comedy, on central. comedy central oh, cool. uh she's done some yes. uh, plenty of stand-up stuff and Very she's fun. been a writer on a, on a bunch of shows but um i know that was i saw her in the hari kondabolu the um uh what's the documentary he just made about apu yes uh, yes i think it's I've seen i think that. it's just something about apu or something yeah. like that is the name is that of it fusion i forget but i did i have seen it's, it it's yeah. excellent it's, yeah, it's a it's really great. good documentary i think it's on uh, netflix now too but um yeah i watched it uh, a, a few weeks back and she pops up in it be- lo and behold she's one of now a very small fraternity of 
yeah. uh, of Asian Indian American and, 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 Indian, yeah, yeah. and Asian American uh, too, uh, uh, yeah. you know, representation in mm-hmm. TV and movies now. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing that she's risen that quickly in, in that world, but it's because she's one of the ones that's been able to find that voice right. more quickly and be able to share it more right. easily. Uh, which was not through improv. Uh, no. Yeah, she's very much a stand-up. She, uh, but she did do improv. So that the, yeah. the, the, in fact, the, the thing I worked on with her, she it was with her old improv troupe. Oh, wow. uh, they, I didn't know they that. Did, they did a 48-hour film festival. Oh. And uh, and she was uh, she was doing improv for that stuff too. So she has she has some of that background, but okay. she definitely yeah oh, came up cool. in the world. With I didn't know that. Uh, Aparna, if you listen to this podcast, I apologize for ruining your uh, <laughs> bio. I, I'm not aware. I'm sorry. I will send her a link directly great, about it great. and let her know that she came up. Thank you so much. <laughs> but uh, how about you, Sam? How'd you how'd you get started? Uh, in the program or just yeah? Like what what brought you here? Okay, well, I guess first of all, I was always a class clown kind of character. Oh man, okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I was, I was always a class clown kind of character, and in high school, I always wanted to do comedy, um, and then I and then I wanted to do, you know film and things, and then I went to this university called Santa Fe University of Art and Design, and I went there for a year, mm-hmm. and about two thirds through the year, I heard about this school, and then I was like, hey guys, in my class, do y'all want to help me make this application video to a different school, <laughs> and. <laughs> And then, uh, and then we made. Love I you. Want to leave you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, I always, I always, I always dreamed of studying improv at Second City, um, you know, performing or whatever else, or just being in the school. And when they came up with this thing, I was like, that's perfect. I want to make films, and I also want to do improv and incorporate improvisation into filmmaking because yeah. I feel like that's an art that's um, almost just starting to be explored in a in a wider sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think in at least, I mean, I mean, just 20 years from now, we're going to see a lot more directors who are comfortable with having their actors improvise on sets, mm-hmm. no matter what genre. I mean, it's always been a thing in comedy, but it's going to start being a thing in drama, I bet, more often. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, like mumblecore has become uh, a thing, mm-hmm. using improv in not even necessarily comedic situations, uh, like the whole Joe, Joe Swanberg mm-hmm. uh, trying to, to have full improvised scenes without, they, they really just have the characters that are in them and where they're supposed to end up by the end of the scene, but the path in which they get there is completely up to the actors to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so that's, yeah, it's a, uh, um, cause he's doing it. The, du- the Duplass brothers are doing it for some of their stuff mm-hmm. now too. Um, yeah. Although not everyone likes it. You saw with star Wars, they fired, uh, I forget who, uh, but they fired them because he was taking too long because he was using improv to like help make the, really? Movie. Yeah. Really? Yeah, man, I, I really wish I knew that. I should have had that uh, in the name. I apologize no, to the directors okay. that uh, got fired. Uh, also, uh, you know, let them know. <laughs> I forget, a, I'm sorry, I forgot your name. And B, like, no, I'm thinking of you guys. He got replaced by Ron Howard, though. So right, let, right, let's right. let's be honest. It, it was a probably a good move. I, uh, well, I I will not endorse any sort of hot takes here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, I did enjoy Star Wars. Yeah, I picked up uh, that uh, master class uh, thing for Ron Howard. So mm. I'm uh, looking forward to that. It doesn't go live for like another month, I don't think. But uh, I'm interested to see if he talks at all about. Yeah, this like, episode is also sponsored by Masterclasses yeah, and, uh, and specifically not, Rod Howard. It's, it's, not, it's <laughs> not sponsored by, by anybody, unfortunately, <laughs> as of yet, because this is episode two, but you know. We can get sponsors episode two. Maybe <laughs> I'll just shelve this and keep this for like episode, yeah. episode like 20 yeah. or yeah, something yeah. like We're that. We're also sponsored by corporate uh, yeah. on Comedy Central. You're just, you're just going to go ahead and like <laughs> make sure that this never sees the light of day <laughs> because, because we won't be able to, to post anything without having those actual sponsors or, lined up. Or just put like a disclaimer. You know, every, like everything I say uh, is just a representative of me and what my thoughts are, and not reflective of the Harold Ramis Film School. Uh, that's basically every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
so what uh what kind of stuff are you into what's what's your comedic like preference my comedic like in terms of like what i write versus what i watch or what all it, the above all the above yeah, wow, who, we're gonna what, get what are you consuming what's the stuff that that's what helping inform what you're creating right nowadays? now um so uh in terms of comedy like a lot of stuff right now that i'm enjoying is kind of like sketch based uh Really enjoy, you know, like Nathan for you, Eric yeah. Andre, Great shows. Broad City, a lot of stuff that's like on Comedy Central and like Adult Swim. I feel like I have two channels I like flip uh, uh, yeah. flip between, you know, like Silicon Valley when that was, that was on, um, you know, when they before they get on again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great. Um, yeah, Curb, uh, South mm-hmm. Park, yeah, a lot of. Uh, a lot of like stuff like that, uh, mm-hmm. but it isn't necessarily stuff that like I want to be writing. Producing, if that makes sense. yeah. yeah. Um, well, and, and I yeah. think that's that's everybody. I think right. there's going to be yeah. s- you're, you'll pull. You're not going to pull the exact premise or anything like that, but you may pull elements, right. or you yes. may right. pull character dynamics or things right. like that that mm-hmm. that stand out. Right. Uh, in terms of like drama or like or dramedy or like <laughs> things that like you know I feel like have been like influencing me in that way. It's like a lot of these um, more like auteurs now that are coming out. Like yes. when you look at like Donald Glover in Atlanta, you look at Aziz right. ooh, in Master of None, <laughs> you know, you look at, you know, Issa Rae in uh, Insecure, you know, like you look, there's so many people, Rachel Bloom, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, like you see, uh, what's that, The Smilf? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, no, I haven't seen that one. But, but like, yeah, you know, it's like a lot of, it's like now thanks to like, you know, Netflix and like all these other like direct, also sponsored by Netflix. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> you, look, <laughs> you look at all the different, um, um, uh, places that people have the opportunities like perform uh, make content that is like very specific to them, mm-hmm. uh, and I think like and it's a very unique voice. Oh, even high maintenance, like all these high shows. Is great. Yes, um, yeah. So like that, people have the opportunity to, like explore and like are given. I would assume money to be able to like have mm-hmm. these ideas. I mean, every everyone's coming at it from a different place naturally. Some mm-hmm. people because they already had the credit of being in the industry versus like other people that like put up their own series first and now mm-hmm. have been able to see it. But like I think a lot of those things and also just like stylistically too. Like I think like I like the stuff that I want to write is like funny, but also has like a touch of heart or like sentimentality to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Also like a little bit like fantasy or like magical realism. I think those are kind of the things that are like are like bubbling mm-hmm. in the mind right now. Yeah. Nice. How about yourself? Well, in terms of content that I've been consuming, uh, I've been consuming mostly movies. Um, a lot of them old, some of them new. Um, like what? Well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> let's get specific. Let's get very specific. Okay, okay. Well, we'll say, I, I guess it's been mostly to inform whatever projects I'm currently writing. Okay. So whatever I'm watching, you know, will in, in, inform whatever I'm writing. So... I watched a lot of Kubrick movies over this last summer. Mm-hmm. I obsessively studied um, The Shining in 2001. I probably watched 2001 about seven times. Mm-hmm. The movie's insane how he made that in 67. Yeah. Um, there's that and Eyes Wide Shut. I love that movie. Um, you know, The Shining is just as complicated as it can get. But uh, let's see. I mean, what else? I mean, I, I've watched Blade Runner a countless amount of times, and the, and the new one was my favorite movie of last year. Mm-hmm. Um Along with last year, uh, Mother by Darren Aronofsky was fantastic. I haven't seen that one, but I, I keep hearing it's it's very polarizing. You're either All I've been seeing is like memes. It. That's really yeah. I, yes. I don't know anything about it except like memes and cri- it's like Christianity. That's really what uh, <laughs> I've taken from it so far. I listen to oh. Doug Loves Movies, and uh, and every time somebody brings that movie up, he just goes, Mother. Like he's just got his <laughs> just delivery because he's like that. Every time I think of that movie, I just think Mother. Right. <laughs> so, but um. You know that movie is very polarizing. Um, you know, a lot, I've heard of, I've some of my friends whose opinions that I you know 
Cherish. <laughs> shout um, out friends. <laughs> cherish. Yeah. Sh- shout out. Shout out. Shout fam. out. Cherished friends. <laughs> if you guys but, have uh, cherished friends, you should all uh, share this uh, podcast. <laughs> but but uh, this, this podcast sponsored by Cherished Friends. Yeah, yeah. That is an official sponsor of the Howard Rays Film School. Cherished friends. Uh, find them today at the Howard Rays Film School. <laughs> but um, no, it's it's whether you like it or not. I think it's a very important movie to see. Mm-hmm. Its plot delivery is very intense. It's unlike any movie I've ever seen, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, you know, it's the director of you know Black Swan and Requiem for a Dream. You know, he's just a master. But I mean, there's that um, Shape of Water. Loved that. Yes. Disturbing in many ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have I have oh, initial got a hot problems take with coming that. Out. Well, no, I just have <laughs> initial problems with that one because I've seen Hell, the Hellboy movies, which yeah. I love. And, and he's just playing Ape Sapien. Yes, I feel <laughs> like it's the Ape Sapien yeah. origin yeah. story. Yeah. It, they, he literally has the same actor yeah. that played yeah. Ape Sapien, yeah. uh, playing this, the, playing the creature in this mm-hmm. one. Wow. Um, I, I know he would hate that. Uh, Del Toro, if you're listening, I apologize for Tony. Uh, <laughs> he's he's actually said he's he's adamantly said yeah, these are not, not connected. Yeah. But but I'm like they they definitely inform. Like you right. you stole like they, even the costume design looks so similar. Uh, to, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, what is it? Uh, good artist borrow, great artist steal. He's you know stealing he's, from himself. <laughs> he's, he's stealing from himself, which yeah. I'm like, that's not enough like layers to re- yeah. removed. But yeah. I guess he's stealing from the Hellboy. I don't know. I and and it's it. I don't even think the source story is connected to it in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. But maybe he found this, the source story through somebody telling him based on his Hellboy experience. Yeah. I don't know. I think I remember him saying something like he's like always just wanted to like make a creature of the Black Lagoon, but like what if they actually fell in love type thing? Yeah. Which is like what I feel like it's I remember reading what his exactly, inspiration yeah. was for. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, like, I like him. I like, you know, like Pan's Labyrinth. Like I like that like mm-hmm. stylistically mm-hmm. like magical realism, fantasy yep. elements. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely a big fan. Also, Latino, so like that's always cool too. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Never hurts. But all right, uh, what, what's uh, TV and and uh, stuff like that? That's your that's your that's your movie background. But. Okay. Um, also, shout out Phantom Thread. I love you, PTA. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, to be honest, I really haven't been watching t- much TV recently. I've been, I've been focusing more on my, I've been focusing more on my uh, on my film writing side. But for TV that I've been consuming is I mean I've been watching some Seinfeld recently. Mm-hmm. Fantastic show. Um, oh, what's that? Seinfeld. Oh, oh okay, not familiar. Uh, <laughs> who's, who's in that one? Yeah, who's who's uh, <laughs> any big people in that? Yeah, uh, the, the, uh, the Eric Andre show. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, yes. Always uh, a fantastic show. My old writer was uh, from back in DC. He's your a old huge writer. You had a writer. writer. Well, I no, we, I had writers. So oh, oh. I, uh, that part of the reason that I'm here just. To oh yeah, my, yeah. We we didn't stuff. hear about you. No, I do, I'm sure I, the well, other I, episode you do. I do enough. Oh, yeah, damn. no, it'll, oh, it'll leak out over time. No, um, uh, <laughs> no, I came I came here with a with a lot of production background, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I was. Directing and editing and and producing versus I then had a couple guys that I would bring in um, Sean Paul Ellis Jamal Newman uh, Elizabeth Fulton and you know a cavalcade of others that shout out to all those with, people yes to all the <laughs> that that's what it was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but no that that would come in and and work with us on on uh, projects and um, and they were they they really handled most of this like the the actual day-to-day editing stuff so a lot of the voice of what they were into at the time mm-hmm. is what kind of worked its way into our dialogue and, nice. and scenes and stuff like that so but i know jamal was a huge eric andre fan and would try every time he got an opportunity to try and squeak in something eric andre-esque mm-hmm. uh which is just such a batshit crazy voice oh yeah in uh, general insane. uh yeah something it's like something that i can enjoy from afar you know so it's something that like i feel like I would be very uncomfortable being like 
it on a set mm-hmm. watching everything go down. Uh, but like watching TV, it's like like you know, like Kaufman, you know, like Andy yeah. Kaufman. It's like you can. Like laugh at it now that you're like removed, but like if you were in the audience, you'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Definitely, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's that. Uh, I I binge watched uh, the end of the fucking world mm-hmm. on Netflix. That was the a solid show. Oh, mm-hmm. what is what's what is that one about? I saw that one on there the other day, but was if, if I told you all of it, is was it about the end of the fucking spoiled. world, or well, is that is that just a, a hyperbole? Well, uh, hyperbole, but I still don't want to you know spoil it Expo- off. For okay, you. but it's about essentially this. Girl and this guy who are adolescents who kind of go on a body and Clyde kind of an adventure, mm-hmm. and it's pretty interesting. Yeah, hmm. I, don't right. wanna, I don't, I don't want to spoil too much about it, but it was well, made very well. <laughs> it, it, it was, I'll say that it was edited well, paced well. Um, every episode lives on its own. You know, mm-hmm. you, you you could watch this one episode and be fine with it. You know, not not having seen the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the acting was great, and the directing was great. Sound mix was fantastic, and the score was great too. So, hmm. uh, how was the story? It was a good story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> All, right. All the production yeah, stuff was like, fine. Man, We're just going to yeah, gloss story, over the story. I part. don't know what was happening, but when I was looking at it, man, beautiful. <laughs> it looked good and it sounded good. <laughs> I, I watched it on mute. Uh, I was like, this is, I can tell the story's happening. Anytime you can watch something like uh, you listen to podcasts at like one and a half speed, then yeah, you yeah. go, oh, okay, it looks good. But yeah, yeah. I don't really need to hear this dialogue. Yeah. Also, I just want to say one more TV show that I'm watching. Uh, this is Us. It's so good. I Some people Seriously? are like, this is too cheesy. I, I feel like those people just don't have access to their emotions they need to be vulnerable in their lives uh it's so good it's so good it's like we might might have to talk about that offline because I'm, I'm curious like i I'm, I'm not gonna go back and binge the whole show but i'm curious just about watch like, the, the, pilot. Post, the post super bowl oh. stuff that i kept on hearing yeah inklings uh. about but that you know everybody's so worried about the spoiler alert culture that we've got yeah. is a little mm-hmm. nuts to the point where you can't i don't feel like i can ask those questions in a public forum without pissing somebody off you know sometimes <laughs> you just gotta piss people off you know mm-hmm. uh as long as you uh, Put a spoiler alert or not, you know. Sometimes, yeah, just uh, ruin people's lives. Uh, <laughs> Snape kills Dumbledore, you know. Uh, uh, oh, there's one guy, um, Ian, and in, in, uh, in my cohort who um, he's like, I will leave the room if people start talking about something that I haven't seen. He's like, Don't take offense, it's just <laughs> yeah. he wants, that, to, yeah. wants to protect himself. Anytime from Gary Fox lists a movie, he just walks out of the room, he's like, Oh, don't spoil it, god bother, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even watch trailers. Because there, there's always very subtle uh, spoilers in there. You yeah, know? I feel like that's well, it. Well, I guess if you're planning to see the movie, already, the whole point of watching the trailers to like, <laughs> you to like see the watch, movie. Yeah, watch the yeah, movie, yeah, you're like, yeah. no, 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 not for me. I want my mind to have yeah. the movie. Yeah. I just go off the buzz a lot of the time, or like you know whatever the ratings are. I mean. I mean well, fuck ratings, first of all. But <laughs> all right, let's just play back what you just said. Uh, I go off the ratings, but also fuck ratings. <laughs> really, how I just use my—I don't watch trailers. I look at ratings, but also fuck them. Uh, well, yeah, like, like you know, for, for example, like I was—I would consider mo- mother movie that's worth seeing, right? But mm-hmm. it has—it has like sixty some ratings. Yeah, it's very polarizing, right? But like Martin Scorsese came out and like you know th- threw shade at Rotten Tomatoes, saying this is a great movie, you know. It, the, a huge problem with Rotten Tomatoes is they pick too many critics that a lot of them don't really know what they're talking about in regards to like filmmaking and stuff. There'll be like some mom's blog or something like that, and they'll take that well, rating for serious. But that's that's consideration. that's a hey, valid. Moms voice. have opinions too, like, you know. No, it's, it's, it's a, a valid voice. It's a valid voice, and that's that's the thing is that there's not a delineation between uh, whether they like something mm-hmm. versus whether something is good enough to see. Because right. there mm-hmm. there are some things that that I fully appreciate that that I like. No, going into the music side of things, um, Flogging Molly. You familiar with them at all? I'm not. Mm-hmm. They're uh, Irish punk band. Okay. Um, they they are 
nobody that I've that I've ever wanted to buy an album from. I'm not like deep in any of their songs, but I will see every single one of their live shows because that is it's an amazing well, production. Yeah, I, and I and there's that. there's plenty of music artists like that. Yeah. And I think film is very much the same way. There's yes. some stuff that I can watch and I can say, This is done well. It doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, yes. and like, the, the problem is, is a lot of reviewers and and you know Rotten Tomatoes doesn't doesn't factor that out. It's yes. not it's not it's not <laughs> removing the personal like taste. Option, it's just <laughs> like on Rotten Tomatoes, just like uh, taste versus like quality of film. Like <laughs> I didn't like this, but like this is still good. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, like this is a well executed <laughs> horror film. I hate horror films. Like right. it, you know that right, right, right. there's yeah, yeah. there it doesn't account for that stuff. And I think like Aronofsky, like you know, yeah, Mother. From a technical standpoint, if you're looking at it and listening to it, yeah. I'm sure it is it's extremely well executed, yeah. and there's no there's no lapses there. But yeah, it's it sounds like it's mostly uh, it's a qualitative, not even qualitative. I'm trying to think of what what would it technically be. It's just a uh, an ob- uh, subjective mm-hmm. yeah. subjec- subjective view yeah. of of what it is as opposed to an objective view of what it is. And so, yeah, it kind of sucks. It makes it tough to share with somebody else, like this is what I think of, of this thing. You know, you mm-hmm. can, you can really appreciate something without necessarily enjoying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I get Absolutely. that. I mean, I mean like, like watching it, it's not like I, I wasn't like having a great time doing it. It's kind of meant to make you feel pretty uncomfortable. The right. whole, the, and, and, and I can see why audiences left. Like I hated that. Cause it's kind of meant for you to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I hate that character. What? You mean the villain? <laughs> the one who you're supposed to hate? Then I did a good job. That's what you're yeah. telling me. I mean, I'm pretty sure I walked out of the theater with like a knot in my stomach after the first time I saw it. Yeah. Pretty wow. good. Uh, a knot like, in terms of like, just like emotion, like you just felt, what it, What kind of knot? Well, it was that too, but like, it, it's a, like the movie is, it's a, it's a sensory bombardment like uh, on you, like to the point where like you're oh, out like of you it, like, like nauseous. Ooh. Yeah. Like a little nauseous. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. See, hmm. the knots I get are like, you know, a verge of tears, you know? Well, is that yeah. too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But in this movie, Which it's like, it, ah, what's going on? No, yeah, no, there's many knots. I, just, I appreciate My mind goes to. I appreciate <laughs> any comedy that can get me to that, to that oh, like, emotional level. Like, that. It, yeah. makes the, it makes the comedy that much better. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I, mean, like, I, I would say, like, um, something like This is 40. Uh, mm-hmm. which is on the whole not a great movie because it, well, it, it meanders it meanders and this is opinion we're going with the the uh the subject of opinion it, 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 it's hot tony takes yeah. it, <laughs> this is a weird brand new segment hot tony takes it runs <laughs> he, he lets scenes go on for far too long it's there's there, it's it's probably about a half an hour longer than it actually needs to be to tell the story that it's telling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the scenes themselves individually if you took them as just like snapshot mm-hmm. are excellent mm-hmm. like and, and so it's and and i've seen some of how it was put together there's a lot of improv in that and it's mm-hmm. a lot of stitching together like four and five scenes and pulling in like the best elements from multiple but it makes the thing kind of drag mm-hmm. uh, when, when you're watching it um but because of that because you get so invested in each of those scenes there are a lot of those a scene is able to go from super high comedy into some sort of an emotional point where mm-hmm. you feel and and, mm-hmm. and are with the characters and then it goes right back into the comedy end of things and mm-hmm. and so i appreciate it from that perspective i like the movie i don't think it's a good movie like, you know, <laughs> that's, like that's my that's fair. <laughs> and that was your hot tony take segment yeah. <laughs> i love that i have, I have segments yeah that yeah we're, we get segments. segments we're getting sponsors, sponsors. <laughs> i'm i am i'm blowing this podcast jonathan up. <laughs> jonathan is, is really elevating our game yeah, at yeah. episode two reach big first thing you learn harold ramus uh, yeah <laughs> well all right let's go that that route because you um you're in the the red cohort yes. which is um term two correct right now. yeah so the the way that, for the uninitiated we're divided into three separate 
terms mm-hmm. uh, that are four months each. And yes. so Cyan and Magenta with Sam and I, we're, we're still in the first, hey. we're, we're a whole three, we're third week? Yeah, third week. Uh, yeah, in the, all in the first together. term. Uh-huh. Yeah, it <laughs> all starts to blur together. Um, but you're you're now in the second mm-hmm. term. What what did you get out of the first term? What are you what are you working on now? What yeah. does that look like? So uh, I think one of the biggest things I got out of the first term was like you know having out of time to actually like write the pilot that I'm working on and like have a storybook and have like you know mentors and people that are you know diving in like myself and like focusing on that. I think the big thing you know being back home there are plenty of people that like I love and like want to work with, but I do think like the hustle is that much harder to be like. And being on top of it, like a lot of being outside of a, a structured program is always like being um, really aggressive about being like, hey, like let's look at stuff, like hey, let's meet, hey, let's do this, you know. Yes. We're here. That network is kind of like brought to you immediately. Right. So having people to look at your work, having people that like can help you and are you know doing this program with you, I think is very beneficial. And so it's allowed me to like now have something I'm excited about, like working on, like you know, everyone, or at least like I speak for myself. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna write that thing, you know. But at least for myself, like back home. You know, because I was so involved. Well, not because, but, like, I was really doing a lot of stuff in, like, improv even very much, like, performing all the time. But I still lived, like, in a suburb. I live in Yonkers, mm-hmm. and everything's in the city, so it's, like, a, an hour and a half commute. So, like, by the time I get home, and naturally comedy is a late-night affair. So, like, by the time I get home, and it's, like, I don't have time right. to write. Yes. I mean, that said, like, even now at Harold Ramis, like, I get out of work at, like, 1 a.m., and, like, now I still have to write because, yep. uh, you know, so it's, like, I'm doing the same thing, but now because there are deadlines, because there are things like people depending on me, you know, I mean, Harold Ramis, as of right now, uh, what is this, February 6th, uh, 2018, there are no grades at the Harold Ramis Film School. So, (laughs) like, you know, like, it doesn't really matter, uh, like, what you turn in, but at the same time, like, you know, I'm spending money to be here, and, like, I want to put out my best uh, work. So, like... That you could I think come here also, and coast, right? But, but like, why are you why doing that? You why are you wasting that? your time? You right. get out of the program what you put in. Absolutely, exactly. and I think like especially in a program like this, like I think it is a good balance between like a like you know MFA program or like a more structured program where like because it has it's still like a you know a program that's been around for a while. Like they have the resources. Like there's certain things that like you don't have to necessarily reach for. Mm-hmm. Where here yes. I feel like it's a big middle ground. Like middle section where like there are a lot of resources here at Second City that people can take advantage yeah. of yes. but I think you also have to go out and seek the things you want like Hellrace mm-hmm. gives you a little bit and it's also like okay well you have to like find the rest mm-hmm. sometimes it feels like why now like why are you making me do this on my own like na- like you're supposed to be helping me right now like <laughs> help me late like this is not the thing I need to do- be doing on my own you know um, but like I think it is helpful I think it's like a good middle ground of like before like the real world where you have mm-hmm. to be doing this all the time but mm-hmm. you still have like the resources of a school right. uh, to kind of help you yeah. i think the, the immersion helps just yeah. the, the fact that yep. we're constantly like challenged to produce something in, in uh um in our uh, uh creative writing class uh, um where we're working on trying to have like a list of 10 mm-hmm. new things every yep. day that you're writing down of, of 10 ideas. Who do you and guys who do you guys have? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Cat O'Brien. Who do you have Cat O'Brien? Well? DeMarco. Oh, I love that man. Okay. He's yeah. a great what man. An angel. Uh, <laughs> He's a great man. This this podcast is sponsored by Mariotta Rivera. Bless you, Mariotta. Oh, Mariotta Rivera. That's a baseball player. <laughs> Rivera. <laughs> oh, foul, my God. Personal oof, foul. Oof. Jeez. Uh, now we got to get this uh, thing cleared by Major League Baseball. I'm God, just you're just making geez. flubs everywhere. But hey, go Yankees. Am I right? If you're listening to this <laughs> episode, I have edited the hell out of it because we removed all of the things that just, just bleep me have the audience or guests <laughs> you've done so much talking on this episode this is gonna be <laughs> yeah this guy's a real controversial guy we got on <laughs> censor this <laughs> luckily it's all fair use so we're okay yeah 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 um 
Yeah. So yeah. Uh, also, film. Like uh, my weakest skill coming into the program mm-hmm. was like film. Like at the film program. At the film school. Like actual the, film. Uh, yes. No one uses anymore. I don't get it. Uh, but like just like shooting stuff. Like uh, naturally, I went to a theater school. Uh, I had a theater program at uh, Skidmore. Shout out Skidmore. It was a great school. He's uh, wearing a Skidmore college I hat am. as he as we do yeah. this interview. Yeah. Yellow. Yes. It, yep. Those are the colors of the school. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, but like they they don't like they have a like media studies program now. Mm-hmm. But like it was still very new. So it's like. I didn't know how to shoot anything, and I also didn't have a network of people yet to be like, "Hey, like, let's shoot stuff." Like, by the time I left New York, there was definitely people that like I started to know and stuff like that. Right. But like, once again, I think like, at least for me, it's like trying to learn as much as I can on my own mm-hmm. because um, I don't want to have to be super dependent on people to make stuff. But naturally, film in itself is a collaborative art. Like, you yeah. need a yes. bunch of people to work you on stuff. It. But like, the more of a vocabulary I have, the more I can like look at uh, and edit and like help people out and like be able to like. Do some of the work so people can like help me, you know. Mm. So you're saying you essentially want to be the captain of your own ship, but but know all the parts of the ship. Right, right. Yeah. So that way, like, if need be, I can kind of step in and kind of like have the vocabulary to talk to people about. That was exactly you know, the, the path different I types took of to things. It. Yeah. yeah, and and the but the sad part too is that when you don't when you do that devoid of any kind of outside help, you develop something that works for you. Absolutely. But your production path doesn't necessarily then jive if you're put into a professional situation with people who actually do this for a living because right. they're going to have a different uh, methodology Absolutely. of putting something together. You know, uh, the, the way that I write something with a couple of friends that I pulled together in D.C. is not going to be the same of course. as what we're going to do when you're sitting around in a writer's room. Yeah. And trying Very to different process. Together. Yeah, it's a, it's a totally different process. Absolutely. And so, the you know, it's it's great here that, that we get that kind of opportunity or, or uh, approach and, and see how, all right, how do I take these tools and resources and an approach that I've already put together myself and mm-hmm. glom that on to mm-hmm. the way things are supposed, you know, quote unquote supposed to be, supposed to be done. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, I would agree with that 10,000 yeah. uh, mm-hmm. percent. But yeah, like just, and, but like, you know, working with different people and like getting used to like, you know, everyone's different like vibes, you know, and like, mm-hmm. uh, you might not necessarily work well with people, but like learning how to work with them, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How to get um, something done regardless yeah, of yeah, personal similarities and or differences. Yeah. So yeah, that too. And also just like, uh, not having to spend money, you know, like I'm yeah. poor, so like trying to get people to do stuff for free. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> not having to spend uh, money. Let's be honest, we're, yeah. we're paying for tuition. So I mean, well, yes, money yes, oh, of course, but like no more money, but like past that. I think that's yeah. not a big thing too. It's like, as long as you have food on set, I'm good. Right. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did hear. Uh, so one of the guys in in uh, my cohort uh, was talking today about how he worked on Silicon Valley. And he says he, he doesn't even watch the show. The only thing he remembers from the experience as a background actor in that was the was the food table that they that they had this like potato bar where you could go up and like <laughs> Chipotle style order a potato with Chipotle, anything that you wanted on like it. Like baked potatoes? I don't yeah. Just, oh, okay, that's like, pretty good. Like a yeah. build your own baked potato. It sounds epic. Like yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong, but the, that's like that's the thing that sticks out about your experience on a major TV Absolutely. show food is your is your craft services yeah, experience. They forget- you're not paying them if you have good food, you know. Yeah, the, that's how they get you. You know, they 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 want to be on a set with really good food. Absolutely. Like uh, some some features apparently just have freaking feasts. Yeah, I'd yeah. be so down. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, right now in my life, yeah, I'll take a free meal, uh, <laughs> whatever I can. Uh, it doesn't even have to be that good. Uh, if it's free, I'll eat it. 
so what stuff do they have you working on right now? What's the what's yeah. what is term two so looking term, ahead for us? Yeah, so basically the term two right now is like you're really diving more into like your pilot uh, and or your feature depending on what you're writing. Uh, you're short, like you're really uh, getting into like the more nitty gritty. Like mm -hmm. we're uh, the first session is more like an introductory, like here, like you know, like explore, figure things out. Like second uh, term or session is like really to bunker down and start like you know building out your voice, writing, like you're gonna finish writing your year end project by the mm -hmm. end of second session. You're gonna have like your short film, like at least like a couple drafts in, like you will be like in a place for session three. It's just like all right, let's shoot this bad boy, Production. you know. Yeah. Um, so in that way, it's like that. It's like they're teaching you. Yeah, it's more focused on like the projects we'll be working on at the end right. of everything, while still giving us more like the next level of like learning mm -hmm. about like shooting stuff, learning about editing. Learn like so it's like you know like a two hundred level course of right. school. Yeah, and it, and it seems the you know at least from our perspective the 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 point that we're trying to end up with is some sort of a a, a finished viewable product, uh, and then some sort of a script and or. Um, you know, highly developed treatment or something like that 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 could become something else. Yes. So it could be pilot for a, for a web series. It could be mm -hmm. a scene from a feature film. It could be you know, but something that we're able to take and move forward Absolutely. with. So you're not mm -hmm. you're not exiting out of here just with the experience and you know uh, maybe a couple clips that you shot, but something that's actually marketable right out mm -hmm. in the world. Yeah, yeah. I think like. Uh, as of right now, uh, you guys will be meeting with Lynn in your second session mm -hmm. uh, for the first time. But, like, you know, like, this is a huge resource. Like, you know, having a career development person, like, ha having someone to be, like, your liaison to kind of, like, getting your foot in the door and, like, making sure you put in that work, too. It's like, with a year, it really doesn't feel like a lot of time. Like, I'm still kind of like, whoa, second session already. Like, I'm almost out of here, mm -hmm. you know? But, like, really taking advantage of the resources you have and, like, really, like I said, like, re really, you really have to be proactive about going for what you want. Mm -hmm. Um in a program like this, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Everybody right. that I've talked to that's either graduated the program or is later on and is like it flies, right. like it your your year goes by seems so like quickly, it, yeah. yeah. And so you know, I'm I'm just trying to make this podcast drag out as much as possible. For <laughs> <laughs> Let's slow it down. Let me take each piece uh, apart as much as possible. But so what are you, what are you all working on um, in Magenta? Anything? Uh, what 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 projects do you have to? Do? I think it's mostly the same stuff that mm -hmm. we do, but I uh, so uh, uh, cyan and magenta we're in the same term, mm -hmm. but we we have two separate classes. So as we said earlier, we've mm -hmm. got different uh, um, comedic storytelling teachers, mm -hmm. uh, but most of our teachers I think are the same because mm -hmm. um, you have everybody else the same as us. Is that right? Or yeah, I have Mario DeMarco. I have Rachel. No, not, Rivera. Uh, not Rivera. Not Rivera. <laughs> not Rivera. Not Rivera. Not Rivera. So yeah, apologies to the MLB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, um, uh, do, do you have the same? Uh, I, I have Vince for my for my directing. Class. Okay, and we have John Mossman right. for for uh, for directing. Okay, so wait, you have Vince for directing? Oh, I'm sorry for filmmakers lab. Okay, oh Vince. filmmakers lab. Yeah, yeah. I have John Mossman for. So that we've, class got, too. Uh, okay. um, we've got we've uh, got uh, um, uh, Dale Dale Chapman. Yes, uh, for mm -hmm. I was trying to remember the last name. Yeah, Dale <laughs> the God. <laughs> Dale the God. Dale the God. Lowercase G. You gotta be respectful for the big G. You know what I'm saying? What does that mean? Big G. Like well, the big god, you know, and god upstairs. No, god. I got that. Oh, what, lowercase what, what, g, respectful. Back to Dale. What? <laughs> well, uh, Dale, Dale being the god. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like Dale's great. Like, uh, I mean, uh, I'm in red, so we have uh, Dale. Where orange is the adjacent, the complement to our mm -hmm. cohort, and they have Vince. Uh, but like, so I can only speak about Dale. Orange uh, and red don't go together as a color palette. Let's that is see, true. Like, uh, maybe autumn. Orange and like blue. Like an autumn leaves yeah, type thing. So. Yeah, okay. A very maybe. fall uh, season. A <laughs> little bit of yellow in there. Uh, let's not get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, 
Yeah, like, I mean, what I like about Dale is, like, he's really, like, no-nonsense. Like, mm-hmm. uh, he'll be like, this is trash, you know? Or, like, but also be like, this is good. You know, I, and I think what's really beneficial, I don't know if this is, like, uh, officially endorsed by the Harold Reyes Film School, but, like, you know, he'll be <laughs> like, you can do whatever you want for your project so long as it's funny. Like, you know, these yeah. rules, even yeah. all the rules, all the assignments, they could be, you could follow them as loosely as you can, as you want, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of serve as inspiration for getting what work you want to get done. So I, I do really... Uh, appreciate that like freedom uh i mean i'm pretty like uh clean cut or like very like i like being like having rules and parameters and kind yeah. of following those i really like step too far out of the box but i uh wow i really undersold myself but like uh <laughs> you, you but i like that there's a fact that you can if you wanted to like really just like go off mm-hmm. and find something and like explore you know so yeah. that's what i really like about dale yeah we've um, got a project with him now where we're trying to come up with a um uh, a non-fiction film of some sort. Uh, it, yeah. It's not necessarily documentary. Mm-hmm. It could be mm-hmm. reimagined a la drunk history type thing, yeah. but it could also be, um, you know, mock- uh, mockumentary. It's really just, mm-hmm. but really going towards like a real topic. Uh, and it was interesting because we all had to show up with pitches for it. And we ran down, you know, I had a list of four different pitches and, um, and it's kind of watching it and looking for somebody at the end of the table. Who's going, uh, no, no, oh, that's funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Dale's yeah, Dale's great. Uh, what I know about Vince, uh, I mean, quietly, I did bury the lead on this, but like, I am a TA for uh, Vince's class for Orange, and the thing I really do appreciate about Vince um, is like the fact that he's like very technical. Like, uh, like Vince is the person you go to for like any questions you have about any sort of like technical aspects of like filmmaking and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And as someone who has very little, uh, Vince is always like a great resource to talk to uh, about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, like all, all the faculty is like great. It's like spot on. I think like really like compliment each other. And that's the thing too. Like you may not have a specific teacher, but like they're all kind of accessible for you to go and reach out to. Right. You just have to be proactive and reach out to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's it's going back to you know kind of what Sam was saying. You get what you out of it. What you put absolutely. into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, well, any final thoughts from? Um, well, yeah. So for someone, I would imagine the uh, like ideal demographic for this podcast is like people. Thinking about going to Hell Remiss? Is that like the goal? Either the, people thinking about going to it or really just anybody that's just curious about, you know, what's covered in a program like this or wants to know. I mean, knock on wood, there's some of us that come out of this and actually become something. So that's maybe true. It, so far we got Disney SD. The, when, when you, <laughs> well, we got when a Disney SD guy. That, uh, that Jonathan Lee Ray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all those sponsorships are coming in real quick. Uh, find us on Patreon, uh, Kickstarter, Indiegogo. Uh, all sponsors, by just the way. Just one gigantic fucking bleep. That is all. This uh, is <laughs> hey bro, follow my SoundCloud, bro. You yeah, know yeah. Uh, we also we also have a huge production studio on SoundCloud. Um, but um, yeah, okay, so that's great. I so I guess my question to everyone is kind of like for someone considering a program like this, like why like did you choose it versus not doing it, or like why like specifically of all the programs, like which I guess you kind of asked in the beginning, but like you know Harold Ramis, like. You for it? Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's really easy. Three weeks in, uh, you know, but like, yeah, I guess my it's great. Is- it's great if you're if you can, if you can take a step back and say I'm here because I'm going to get this thing out of it mm-hmm. that I'm not necessarily expecting to get either out of another school or nearly as quickly or as focused mm-hmm. on on mm-hmm. what you're trying to aim for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for me, I'd say this school. I mean. For, for for a lot of people, it's up to you know going to a university or going here. For some people, or or, or you can go to university then go here. 
I mean, I'd say a university, w- w- well, first of all, you're going to take about two years of basic courses before you even start right. your filmmaking right. courses, and you'll be spending much more than you would at a place like this. I mean, I know we're in Chicago, and you got to live other places, and you don't live on campus, but still, I mean, this place is, it's it's great, but like, like I, it's it's a, it's not really about getting that, you know, that piece of paper when you're done with the program. It's it's about making those connections, making those right. friends, making those, you know, the productions during it, getting instruction from the best of the right. best, right. you right. know, in the world. And yeah. and some of the best filmmakers and people who are industry professionals, you know, h- helping you, you know, they're, they're taking time that, time out of their busy lives just to, just because they believe in these students. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they also do get paid. Yeah, uh, and they get paid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do get paid. I mean, yeah, they're um, getting paid for this. this but, <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. I agree uh, exactly what you're saying, uh, especially because, like, that piece of paper is just a certificate. There's no degree that mm-hmm. comes with specifically the school. Um, but, yeah, like, I would agree with everything, like, because this is maybe the hottest take of the film, sco- uh, s- film school. Hot takes. Oh, yeah, this hot is the biggest takes. hot takes. Hot but, takes. Like, Jonathan, hot takes. Yeah, uh, you don't need to go to film school. Like, I, I feel like people, yep. like, you really don't need to go to film school. I think the big thing about it though like I know I needed a film school program mm-hmm. I think like it's all about truly truly which I think we've kind of like the theme of this episode is mm-hmm. like being proactive about it. like b- everyone has a different level of like hustle mm-hmm. and for somebody like else you know can like go and do it and like you know like keep emailing people and like getting uh, a PA jobs and, like working your way up a system mm-hmm. through some way like or like putting up your own content doing stuff like that mm-hmm. like uh, where someone like me I know that I needed like a network I needed like you know, uh, someone to like kind of like make sure, right? At least for like a year. Like, and I know, like, as There's soon as I get like, push yeah, like, as soon as everything. I get like, you know, the bike started, I can like ride it off into the sunset, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, yeah, I think it's like important to like realize, like, especially I think truly, truly a program like this is like, will should teach you to go and seek those things. Like, mm-hmm. don't do Harold Ramis if you feel like, don't do it as like, oh, I just graduated, I need something to do. Like, do it with like a specific goal in mind. Yes. Like just like go with yes. like I want to leave this program doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. So that way you can kind of like guide yourself to aiming for that goal. Cause mm-hmm. like the resources are all there. But like every some people want to be directors, some people want to be cinematographers, some people want to be writers. You know, it's like you need to make that path for yourself. Howard Ramis has all those opportunities, but like you have to choose. Yeah. Yes. So that's uh that's my advice for uh everyone listening out there. It is it is the anti pitch. <laughs> the anti pitch, <laughs> but also like, you know, uh I think a good pitch for the school. I think the pitch, no, like I do feel like by leaving the program, like I will have those tools, right. you know, and like yes. uh it's nice having these resources automatically as opposed to, you know, uh, working my way up through the building and yeah. like meeting you people, can, it's like you save time. It's you know? that pro- it's a prospect or the the uh, perspective of you can you can do it without it. It's harder. Absolutely, and it's, and yep. it's not as you, you clean need to be so self motivated. Yeah, yeah. D- don't go here if you're not motivated. Yeah, yeah. I mean yes, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Come come with a fire under your ass because yeah. I mean there if if it's not there they're gonna they're gonna light it. But if it's there you can get a lot more out of it. Uh, yeah, honestly, like I will. Why would you come to this program if you like don't want to like give it your all? Especially yep. if you like, like this. spending money. I mean, and hey, you, money, <laughs> hey, you can donate you, to me. My Venmo name is. You need to move to Chicago for a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have extra money to spend, you just want to like spend it on me uh, at Jonathan Lee Ray uh, on my Venmo. That's my Venmo handle. There's a hyphen in there. Uh, just donate any extra money uh, to me, because boy, do I need it. Uh, You're gonna start getting requests from people for like thirty cents. <laughs> no, no, don't request, request. me. That's that's cruel. That's 
Chris Ray with R E Y. That's right. Ray is <laughs> in King or in Spanish or like Ray, like the Star Wars uh, uh, protagonist. You need a teacher. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so uh, please find me on Venmo and give me money. Uh, any any place they can actually find your your stuff. Oh, uh, like oh, like, if, actually, if like content wise. Yeah. Uh, if there's some, if there's I mean, some, they, if they give me money, I'll send them my private links to all my videos and films. Uh, uh, they, this is getting creepy. <laughs> no, no, not <laughs> creepy. Uh, no, no, no. They're all like you know, just like the comedy, like the secret to comedy. Yeah. Uh, they're master classes. They're my master classes. Uh, I run my own master class workshop. Also, no, my, my my MySpace. Yeah, my MySpace. Uh, <laughs> no, if you want to f- uh, like follow me, I guess you should follow me on Twitter slash Instagram at John the Ray, like T H E E, is a pun. Uh, oh, the yeah, yeah. like John the King, but like yeah. fancy. Got um, it. Wow. I get you. Saying it out loud, boy. <laughs> it means uh, you. Uh, this is going to be immortalized forever. I'm going to look you, back at this in 10 years and be like, any Look. joke that needs an explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always understand. great. That's, those are always the best ones. Yeah. yeah uh, how about you, Sam? Uh, me, just Instagram at uh, CineSammies. So that's uh, Cine as in cinema, but like C I N E and then S A M M Y. Oh, yeah. I thought of it like sinister. I was like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Sam, Sam is, is crazy with uh, with lighting. <laughs> Sam is uh, not only uh, sinister, he's crazy. <laughs> he's crazy with yeah. lighting and stuff like that. So I, I follow his Instagram, and every single time he'll like post these like batshit crazy light combination <laughs> images, and it's. It's worth following if you're interested in trying to track him down. Well, thank uh, you for the for the for selling me. Yes, I'm, I'm telling people go follow. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be posting a lot more like stills from things I'm working on, some yeah. photo shoot stuff, anything of that sort. Yeah, any other projects I'm working on. Yeah, my my Instagram account just has like me living my life. Uh, well, there are always like some fun jokes in there. Like, uh, <laughs> do you want to explain the name so we so we understand? I think they got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, we got a picture of like my mom. Uh, <laughs> Charging me for going to her uh, to examine me because she's a doctor. I guess my mom, like you know, really just wants to get all the money out of me. Uh, shout out, mom! I guess you love me. <laughs> no, my mom loves me very much. I love my family, uh, but she does charge Hot me takes. for. Hot yeah. takes. <laughs> she does charge me for. Exams. Hot takes, Jonathan's mom. <laughs> Hot takes, Jonathan's mom. Doctor Lee, right? Well, awesome. Well, thank you all for joining me. Thanks thank for you for having me, Tony. Uh, good luck to everyone, and uh, see you all in the future. <laughs> 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 I'd imagine somewhere 15 years down the road, someone's going to listen to this podcast and be like, I remember when. <laughs> what an idiot I was. Hello from the world of tomorrow. <laughs> uh, shout and out if you have flying cars. <laughs> and I say, whatever you're having, have a good time. There it is. What a note. That's uh, how we are. Bless. <laughs> That was Jonathan Lee Ray and Sam Casey. Thank you to both of them and to the HRFS and Second City staff for their help. The music on this week's episode was by Derek Avery from his most recent album, Pop Perspective, available now on iTunes and Google Play. This show was recorded and edited by me, Tony Lazzaroni. If you want to hear more from me and my classmates, teachers, and a few special guests, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you have questions or comments, send us an email at filmstudentpod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at filmstudentpod. We'll be launching filmstudentpod.com in the coming weeks, where I'll post photos, links, and samples of the work that I and my classmates are producing for everyone to enjoy. See you all next week. Class dismissed. <laughs>